Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's good, Internet? Welcome to the Cast. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic, and you're listening to the Mobile Syrup Podcast, obviously. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about the week that was in Canadian tech. On tap for this week, we've got the launch of the G6. It is April 6th, uh, the day we're recording, G6 on April 6th. And we're going to talk about uh, the uh, Toronto City Council talking to the CRTC about uh, leveraging or asking the carriers to implement unlimited data plans. Joining me this week, uh, we've got old reliable Patrick O'Rourke. How are you, sir? I'm here every week. What's <laughs> what up, Igor? What a terrible nickname. Unless you're, uh, unless you're uh, in Cuba. Yes. Uh, and the Cuban uh, luchador wrestling ring calls. Uh, joining us is... Rose Gold, how are you? Hey, hey, and now that's a great nickname I can't that I support. I can't credit for it, sadly. And last, but certainly not least, Mobile Syrup Publisher. Older Reliable. Older Reliable, yes. That's much, good, that's much, good much this older. for 10 years. A decade. A decade. That's 10 years. Yes, Mobile Syrup celebrates its 10th year anniversary today. No big deal. Wait, today? Today? No, not today. Sorry, this year. Okay. This year. November. Exciting. Late November? Late November, I remember, I remember it really, really well. Are we gonna have a giant party? In fact, we will with Yay. with confetti and fireworks. You are in charge of that. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. I would like to indoor great. fireworks. Pyrotechnics. Cool. And on that note, we're not gonna start with pyrotechnics, but some royalty-free beats. All right, welcome back, guys. So, uh, as I said earlier, today is April 6th, uh, which means the G6 is officially out. Uh, I think it's been out for a couple days unofficially. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get it through a variety of carriers. Um, as they got stock, they just started selling them. And in fact, you can actually get it for less than what it norm- what it technically should cost, right? Uh, $9.99 off contract, I believe, is the price that LG was trying to push. Onto everyone, but certain carriers such as Eastlink and Freedom Mobile are selling it for a bit less, $160, which is not insignificant. Uh, and $839 off contract. $839 off contract. Uh, Ian, you and Rose were in a lineup today. Tell me how it was. It wasn't, was it like the iPhone lineup? Oh, I was not in a lineup what? today. I was told you were in a lineup. I, uh, I, I was not in a lineup either. Okay, I was given some false information. <laughs> who, who, but who was lining up for, this, for such I will phone? say this. Okay, yesterday yeah. we went to the launch event. Ian ah, I, yes. And I lined up to take a look at the phone. I lined up to eat their free donuts. Mm-hmm. and um, Ethics and tech journalism, eating their free donuts. God Yes, uh, consider me compromised. Yes. Um, were the donuts good though? <laughs> they were actually bad, so that's why Are you, gonna you have to them? consider me compromised. Um, they, I may include the experience in the review. I'm okay. not sure yet. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, and so, otherwise, pretty good party. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was interesting, and um, 
yeah, I can't wait to talk about the LG G6. So. Right. So uh, in terms of talking about the G6, what I had in mind is we're going to play a game of yes, yes, no. I have a couple of questions. Uh, I'm going to go through each person and you say yes or no to the question and then kind of give your justification for it. Cool. Um, so let me just pull up my questions really quickly. Um, <clears throat> so I think the first and most important question is, how is this phone going to fare against its ultimate rival, the Galaxy X S8? Do you want to go? Do you want to go down the line, or it's starting with, with older reliable? Okay. Uh, I think. Uh, what? Yes, yes or no, sir? Come on. Can you repeat the question? Oh, please? sorry. Can you repeat the question? Will so will this phone make a dent against the S8? Yes. Okay, Rose. Well, I'm gonna say no. Okay. No. Okay. Why yes? Uh, the price point is now more affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, at eight thirty nine or nine hundred bucks, whatever it is, is about a hundred bucks cheaper mm-hmm. than the S eight. Sure, Samsung will have a massive marketing budget. Mm-hmm. LG will too this year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think LG recognizes the fact that they messed up the G five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the design of the G six and the direction that they're going to go in. Mm-hmm. Like the specs are there, the design is there. I believe the camera. We'll see. Is an LG camera, yeah. so it's good. Yeah. yeah. The, G, um, the G5 had a really good camera. Yeah. So like you, you really like the G5 camera. And I, um, it's fun. So yeah. those are the basics why I think will make a massive dent. Mm-hmm. No. Will it make a dent compared to the G5? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Rose? Uh, so I say no, and I agree that, yeah, it might make a small dent, but... Now with another player on the scene in the form of the Google Pixel, I think it, it's going to be even less significant than before. Okay. Um, so the LG G6, like to me, it, though it got a small sort of head start for sales, mm-hmm. um, it really didn't get a very long runway there. Mm-hmm. And now that it's up against the Samsung Galaxy S8, uh, which is, if you compare the two, mm-hmm. is so much more impressive from chipset to design um you know including the fact that like it's it's just thinner and it's more manageable than the g6 mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to think that even if lg has made a good phone that it's really going to get very much attention pat i think it's going to sell better uh than the g5 but mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to make a, a dent in the s8 sales mm-hmm. in in any way um i mean i wasn't a big fan of the g5 i thought the modular approach was kind of interesting but mm-hmm. i sort of assumed that it wouldn't pan out and they'd end up abandoning it um i like the aesthetic of the g6 i think it's a nice looking phone um i do think it's a little too glossy but if you put it beside the s8 and also the fact that Samsung is still synonymous with Android for so many people, not people like us who understand the industry and write about it. Mm-hmm. When someone goes into a carrier store, Samsung is Android to them. They don't say, can I get an Android phone? They say, can I get a Samsung phone? I think in some cases. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then and I know yeah, Rose can exactly attest it. to that from her experience yeah. with, uh, with the carriers. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it'll sell better, better than the G5 because just looking at it, it looks like a nicer phone. Mm-hmm. Maybe that little bit of a price difference, that hundred and whatever dollars will make a will make a small sales jump. But I don't think it's going to take a significant chunk out of the S8 sales. Okay, so moving on. Um, if a friend were to come up to you and ask you, um, you know, I'm looking into buying a new phone. Should I get the S8 
the SAIT, as our friend uh, Daryl calls it, or should I get the G6? Uh, and specifically, um, so that's the yes, yes, no portion, but um, I'd like you kind of to think about it. In what situation would you recommend the G6 uh, over the S8? In what situation? Oh, yeah, like, depend, like, is there a certain feature? Like, let's yep. say, so uh, hypothetically, let's say someone's like, oh, Patrick, I really love watching movies, right? Like, um, we don't, we still don't know what HDR premium means in the I, context of yeah, the SA, right? I mean, like, I assume that HDR premium means that it's compatible with both, but Samsung Canada still hasn't gotten back yeah. to us about it. Interestingly, no one, no other publications, as far as I know, have written about whether it supports mm-hmm. both. But mm-hmm. I would, I'm assuming, guessing that that's what HDR premium yeah. means. But so that was just an example. So yeah, of course, uh, starting with old reliable this time. Uh, so what's the question? Um, would you recommend the uh, G6 over the S8 were someone to ask? I mean, I, I think that's... Yes, yes or no, God... <laughs> okay, no. Okay, Rose? No. Ian? No. Okay, um, why not? I think that's the phone's biggest challenge is... Um, like, it, it looks fine on paper. Yeah. I think the biggest issue with it with the minimal amount of time that I spent with it mm-hmm. is the fact that it has the Snapdragon 821 and, yeah. and not the 835, like the S8. Um, I know for a lot of people that doesn't matter. The 821 is probably good enough. But I feel like if you're dropping that much money on a phone, you might as well be getting the latest processor. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that the camera, I, when I was playing with it, it took really, really good photos. I found, and I know you did as well, you were, that the focus was pretty slow compared to what I experienced with the S7. Mm-hmm. Um, even what I experienced with the S8 when I when I tried it at a, a pre-brief event. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was pre-production software, so I'll add that caveat in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a retail one yet, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I I just don't see why someone would pick up the G6 over the S8, and I think that is the biggest challenge of that phone. Just putting them head-to-head, I would always tell someone to get the S8. Mm-hmm. Rose? I think uh, so, no, and I think it, it's like from a specs perspective, um, the the picture looks pretty clear, even though it could be argued in some cases that, oh, well, maybe they're comparable this way, that way. But from a consumer point of view, there's so much about the S8 that is exciting that the LG G6 doesn't match. Um, for instance, facial recognition. Uh, for instance, mm-hmm. its design. It, it looks fantastic i think objectively i haven't heard anybody say differently Mm -hmm. um it is also easier to handle it is thinner in terms of camera specifications you could make a theoretical argument that the lg g6 uh, has a better camera than the galaxy s8 Um, the wide angle camera shooting is really interesting and really cool but from a real world perspective um samsung and the s8 like samsung's always done really well with low light shooting and from what i've experienced with the lg g6 it's been really sort of soft and blurry in low light situations um which is a huge element of mobile shooting people Mm -hmm. are generally shooting inside or in low light and they want something quick so um it, it again comes to that consumer perspective where samsung just ends up looking better i think you saying that you like the look of the S8 is a big thing because you didn't true, like yeah. you didn't like the S7 or the S7 Edge, right? Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but no, it's true. I uh, was not a big fan of previous Samsung uh, hardware builds. 
um, particularly because they felt awkward in my hand. Um, so that was kind of part of the design that I didn't oh, okay, like. Yeah. Um, but this one, when I tested it out, uh, felt completely comfortable and super nice. And I think they've smoothed over a lot of the issues when it comes to like misclicks and being too big for a person with a smaller hand. So it was uh, it was a really a home run for me, whereas the LG G6 is still quite bulky. Not as much as the LG V20, but still quite mm-hmm. bulky. Cool. Uh, so Ian, I, can take a break from writing emails. I... <laughs> also echo the specs because by all um the spec sheet the g8 the g8 the s8 is is better yeah. processor specs uh the hundred dollar savings no contract does that weigh out the difference for someone to buy the g6 over the s8 Pro- probably not for long term because realistically they're going to sign a two-year con- contract yep. yep um also samsung is a little bit faster about pushing updates through than LG is. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I would suggest the S8 over the G6. Mm-hmm. Um, so hypothetically, let's say this um, this phone is a flop. Is this the last kind of, is this the last hurrah for LG in terms of smartphones? No. Okay, he says no. I say no. No. Okay, no? No okay. way. For the sole reason that they have so much money do they have so much money? Oh, God. This is just one tiny aspect of LG. TVs. TVs. And, yeah, everything. They make, they make dishwashers. And they make fridges. air conditioners. But, so I would pause it. So why keep spending, just as a hypothetical question, right? Like why keep spending on a division that has proved, I think the last time they made a profit was five years ago. Right? Or displays. Like they got to yeah. keep innovating, right? So I like. I think the LG G6 is a beautiful well-built design phone mm-hmm. hands down it'll appeal to most people in our space people are going to be overly critical because of its history but for everyday people you probably see it or saw it when you went into the carriers um people will look at it and say that's a really nice phone if you put yep. the g6 next to the s8 they kind of look identical yeah to yep. a certain extent it's so, a good- I- I feel like if it, if it existed in a world where the S8 w- wasn't around, I think it would be a very different conversation. But that's the kind phone. of a that's yeah. kind of a, like a silly thing to say because it doesn't exist. In no, the I know it doesn't. It, I'm, right? I'm like, speaking hypothetically. But sure, but sure, but like competition is a very real thing. Yes. Like where these companies will get wiped out just because of like one phone, like these the iPhone and the whatever the S6, 7, and now the 8 have done so much better than the competition right like in terms of sales so do you think that um it's would be better if for a device release date if samsung came out in what month we in april april samsung launched in april therefore lg didn't feel the pressure to release device and compete head-to-head with samsung if they went in june and then apple went in october I think you know you're whether you release it now or at the end of the year. You're, it's you know, it doesn't matter as Pat says, right? Like you're competing within the like the yearly window, right? I, I think it might actually help sales wise for them if they did offset the, the timing there sure, a little yeah. bit because if people wanted something new and it was September and there was no new uh, flagship from Samsung yet, um, yeah, that would that would do. I think give them a better chance. I would I mean, agree with that. You see that sometimes with. Uh, video game console launches like 
this is kind of a little bit off topic, but when the, the Dreamcast launched, part of why it didn't do as well as it could back in time, back in time, <laughs> when the Dreamcast launched in 98, part of, part of why it didn't do as well as it could have was because a lot of people were sitting on the fence waiting for the PS2 to come out, right? Mm-hmm. What is a Dreamcast? It is a video game console that died after and two, two who, years. Who, who made that? Sega. Sega. This is back in the day. And that who's, was... Who's Sega? Sonic. Sonic. Sonic the, the Hedgehog, Hedgehog, right? Yeah. I figured you'd know who that <laughs> is, right? So, I mean, I, I I don't think it would make a big difference. Like, it's a totally different world, phones, um, totally different industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe having a little bit of a buffer between the two devices could make a bit of a sales difference. It's possible. So, I guess the question then, so moving forward, uh, and this is not a yes or no question, but, uh, and I'll just put it out to you guys, moving forward, what is the one thing that LG needs to improve upon to be kind of competitive in this space? Hmm. Um, I mean, I I think I was, and this is kind of relates to your first question of whether or not I think it's the last uh, like premium flagship. I mean, I don't think it's the last, but Mm -hmm. I think that it could be one of the last, especially if you're counting in the very real competitive danger of the Google Pixel. Mm -hmm. It, It may sooner than later become semi-pointless to try and compete at the premium level and i don't know but this is just you know me putting something out there that it may lg might instead um focus more on mid-range and uh lower end mm-hmm. it, it's a strong possibility and they did they've had some pretty interesting budget phones the LGX Power, for one. Your favorite phone of yeah, all time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I think if they wanted to improve their premium phones, I would say uh, they could do a lot of work on the software side that they're not currently doing. I think that a lot of the issues with the camera could be improved with processing, maybe on the software side. Mm-hmm. And also um, their UI is, is quite awkward and I think everybody would prefer if they stuck a little closer to stock Android. So that would be a strong recommendation for me as well. Pat? What was the question? (laughs) I'm sick, remember? Uh, All right, you get a free pass. Um, So moving forward, what is the one thing that, um, you know, to become competitive, what is the one thing that LG should focus on in terms of its premium uh, handset? I mean, I, I think one of the things it needs is feature parity. If it's going to compete in the high-end market, it mm-hmm. needs feature parity and, and quality parity uh, with Samsung's offerings, um, which is something I think they've always come really close to doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the G5 had a lot of issues, but if you look at it at a very base level, mm-hmm. it's almost as good as the CES, as the S CES seven as the S seven. The state, yeah. In, in terms of in terms of specs, it was an ugly phone. I think that was the biggest issue with it. That's some weird design choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, I think this year it's really, really close. Like if you compare both devices, it's almost there, um, but it falls just short. And that's why with your other question mm-hmm. about recommending it, I would find it really difficult to recommend to someone. So I think they need to, they need to just nail it. They need to release a device that is just as good as what Samsung's doing. And I mm-hmm. don't think they've hit that mark yet. Mm-hmm. I think LG does compete because they're, I think they're like third or fourth globally in market share for smartphones. So there has to be one of the Chinese. Like it's either Huawei or it's not. That does sound yeah. It's not yeah. They're third or fourth globally. They're probably like fifth, sixth, or seventh. I think they're fourth. 
they're not they're they're behind the Chinese. Like that is Huawei is second. Uh, no, it's it's Samsung, Apple, then we, Huawei. We should look this up. Um, <laughs> it's the. But in any case, it really doesn't matter. Like, um, I don't think it's so. Uh, well, we, well it, it you know it's a fair yeah. point. It's part of so is anyway. It so they so they do compete. Yeah. Uh, they're mm-hmm. losing market share to Huawei, mm-hmm. uh, Alcatel, whoever they are, mm. uh, TCL, absolutely. Uh, do you think you have less devices? Uh, less, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> less, less, less entry-level mid-range devices and just focus on one or two or three devices? I think that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched this video yesterday. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. From MKHB, uh, which was a great video. And he mm-hmm. said specifically to Samsung that Samsung should stop um, trying to do everything that Google does. Yeah. Like, stop doing an assistant, stop doing a uh, play app store or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, LG's not doing that, but they do have some aspects where they do mm-hmm. that. So let people do what they do good at, which is in this case Samsung for the assistant or Google for the assistant mm-hmm. and let the experience be mm. in the space of uh, the consumer. And they just enjoy the design of the phone. Yeah. Um, all those other right like the display yeah all that stuff that they do really really well yeah that's right. kind of yeah it's like a really weird thing because like you think you know if you're like a really kind of profit driven business you would say well like google has already done like 90 per, like 99 percent of the work of yeah. like doing the software for this phone why now spend all this time and money yeah exactly like, differentiating something that i think most consumers don't really care about right yeah. like uh i'd say like you know do the minimum that you need to do to get the phone to Android to work great with you know this new screen size yeah but otherwise yeah. like just leave it as is it is a confusing element of like it seems most people desire uh, phone makers to go closer to stock Android mm-hmm. and to include Google Assistant without any other like bells and whistles but they a lot of them just seem to really not want to do that mm-hmm. um, but I don't have any insight as to why they're they're trying yeah. to to pump yeah, up the blowware. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's strange because, like, you know, oh, Bixby is like, oh, it's compatible with 10 apps. And then you look at the apps and you're like, well, you know, these are all Samsung's apps, so I'm not going to use them. And most, most of the features of Bixby aren't ready at launch either. It's, it's like yeah. going to be half a, an assistant. Or you look at that screen from uh, LG and it's like, oh, well, it's compatible with our apps. And it's like, well, it's great that it's compatible with your calendar app, but that doesn't mean anything to me as a, you know, Google Calendar user. Yeah. <laughs> right? So Yeah. Although they do have some third-party apps coming, mm-hmm. check out Mobile Syrup's exclusive leak on the uh, on Ooh. the uh, Samsung S8 Bixby apps, which we oh. did recently. Oh, they did say third-party supports coming. Yeah, well, so it has to be, right? they had some that they were testing. Okay, so moving on from the G6, uh, we're switching gears now to more closer to home, I guess. Not that the G6 isn't close to home. Um, the uh, Toronto City Council, uh, and I'm going to have to check the names of these uh, councillors. 
Uh, so just give me a sec. Um, it was Glenda Baker and Michelle Holland uh, follow, or um, you know put a forward a motion that was you know the city was going to uh, they voted overwhelmingly in favor of it. Of course, Mayor John Tory wasn't there, uh, which is interesting because he is a former Rogers man, as we all know. Um, voted in favor of uh, pushing the C or asking the CRTC to mandate. Uh, the carriers offer unlimited data plans. Um, so I guess the first question is, um, what do you think precipitated this? Because is to your knowledge, Ian, is this like in the ten years that you've been doing as old reliable, old, old, older, older reliable, reliable, older reliable. Uh, have have you ever seen something like this? No. Like uh, a provincial government, think, sure. Like a federal government, obviously. But I think I think the only thing that I can remember and i think why it's probably not even close to yeah. the truth is every now and again a counselor count counselor says i need to do something to give me some votes to give me a leg up <laughs> yeah. with the people and i think this is exactly what's happening really here yeah well this mm. is never gonna happen they don't sure. they don't have Unlimited. any real like sway with the crtc obviously, no let's right? say hey hey patrick i you know i'm not too sure of you but you want you you are here for me, man. You got mm-hmm. my back. You want me to have unlimited data. I'm gonna stream all the it's true. good stuff I can. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna vote for you. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen it. The only thing I've seen come close is some sort of um, uh, texting and walking and texting and distracting. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, That's I remember the that. only thing that, that mm. I can remember that a politician has come close to. In terms of like in interacting of the, with the yeah. CRTC, right? And in that context, right, that's like a municipal safety issue, right? As right. opposed to, like, what is the municipal... Which, which, which got dropped the next day. Oh, did it? Yeah, the, the uh, CRTC or someone else or industry Canada said, no, this never happened. Were there, were there special texting lanes part of that on the side? So I think it was like, it was going to be illegal to, as a pedestrian, to, to look text at and walk on Cross Street, Wall Street oh, right? Which, street. you know, like, that's, you know, a reasonable thing to want people to yeah. do. But, like, how do you enforce something like that? Yeah, everyone's right? going to be walking and... Yeah, so that's a lot of tickets to give out. Yeah, and also like, man, the bigger issue, side, this is kind of a, a tangent, but the bigger issue is drivers who aren't paying attention, right? Yeah. Like they're the ones behind the ten, like the one ton car. <laughs> so Rose, to return to, what do you think precipitated it? Um, I guess I, I wouldn't have as much insight on this as old, older, reliable. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it, it seems like a play for the hearts and minds of the uh, public, and uh, I guess like it's it's something that I think many like carriers have complained about in the past is well, like the CRTC and the government like to make themselves look good mm-hmm. by saying that we're instituting this mm-hmm. and it's going to be great, and then when it actually happens it's not as great as they vaguely put it you well, know of course but like, Rose. like three year to two year plans right but yeah we, we can't have unlimited data because the pipes would just catch on fire the pipes mm-hmm. that's right yeah rogers says the pipes would catch on fire canada's too big it's just too darn big infrastructure is not there no. but i mean yeah i think it's it's difficult I mean, I, I don't really, I guess, I don't want to put myself in the situation where I'm sympathizing with the uh, carriers, but I do think there needs to be something done where it's better communicated what 
what customers can actually expect when mm-hmm. when they're pushing these like political agendas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really have anything to add that uh, we didn't already discuss, but I, I think it's just like a political play to, to try to get some favor. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because like people, this is something people want. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear about it all the time. We see it in our comment section. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have friends that are always asking me like, hey, you work at Mobile Syrup. Tell me why we don't have unlimited data plans. I I was watching like Hulu last night and Verizon has all these unlimited plans they're offering for like $40 a month. And every mm-hmm. time I see them, I like die a little bit inside. So mm-hmm. it's obviously something the, the public wants, right? But I like the Toronto City Council has no sway mm-hmm. with the CRTC. It's, mm-hmm. so, it's nothing. So, you know, forgetting the fact that uh, the city doesn't have any sway over the CRTC, why on a kind of purely like general basis should the CRTC not be pushing unlimited data as kind of one of its mandates? Because it's, as you've all indicated, it's something that everyone wants, right? Like why, like why does it even need Toronto City Council telling it to do this? Like why, what what in your opinion, Ian, why isn't this part of the CRTC's mandate already? I think the CRTC's role is to, um, is for the public number Mm -hmm. one and to make sure the public has access to affordable plans Mm -hmm. across a variety of operators in this case the carriers the carriers um, are in business to make money Mm -hmm. and so if they go um, crazy offering unlimited plans similar to 2008 2010 they want to bring in some competition the competition didn't work Mm -hmm. Um, every every one of the new carriers got split off or sold or whatever Mm-hmm. So where do you go from offering unlimited plans? The plan, if they do, they'll be so massively high, mm-hmm. um, like 150 bucks. Yep. unlimited that's, plans. That's what happened when they started offering unlimited, um, like home internet plans. They're they're very expensive for the most part. But so, but there seems to be kind of a disconnect here. Why you know, if Verizon, the biggest provider in the U.S., which is a much kind of more difficult when you think about like kind of I think when you think about the logistics of providing unlimited data to 300 million people as opposed to 30 million people can do it for $40 a month right like I think that kind of throws that argument you know down the drain from the carrier's perspective and also like the CRTC it's not beholden to carriers right like it's beholden to you as a citizen so do we another question is is that do we need unlimited plans like how mm-hmm. much data do we use on a monthly basis or yeah. do we do we need it because we don't have it or, or do we, we want, we don't it, want right? it because we don't have it it's like Patrick's 4k TV does he really need it or does yeah, he I want it he I want it. it yeah I would argue uh, that I need it because I have so many 4k devices but that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. I think I think the technology that we're using mm-hmm. is coming to a point, and the services that we're using is coming to a point where we actually do need more data, mm-hmm. and we will need more data in the future. I think it's coming to a point where uh, eventually it's going to be sort of ridiculous to have to pay for a certain amount, much like in home, you know, mm-hmm. with, with Wi-Fi, with home internet. It became sort of ridiculous to have a cap on that because there's so much streaming, there's so... And especially as new technology launches, perhaps in AR, perhaps in VR, that sort of stuff, um, we're going. I think we're going to need more data. Video is such a thing now, even yeah. even yeah. on mobile, right? Like I have, what do I have? Five gigs now. I just changed my plan somewhat recently, um, but I still manage to almost go over it, and I don't 
do a lot of like I don't I don't watch videos, but just browsing through Facebook with all the autoplay stuff and mm-hmm. I know there's ways to flip the switch and sort of make those videos stop autoplaying, but a lot of people aren't gonna do that, right? Yep. So I think just Or they, they just don't even know. They don't know about it, right? Yeah. So the nature of the internet we use we use so much more data than ever before. So, so Robin so, is sorry to interrupt, Robin is telling me to wrap up, but uh finish your point, but then the follow up question I had if if unlimited data is untenable, what is kind of what is what was or what is the alternative you would suggest, right? Like, is there must be some kind of, I some kind of plan where people can get more data for paying less, where they're throttled or something along those lines. I think I think one of the hesitations probably I'm not too sure what it's like in the states, but mm-hmm. let's say I have an unlimited data plan. I use my phone to stream everything at home. Therefore, I would cancel my internet at home. Yeah, I so. probably cancel my my cable package at home mm-hmm. as well. So I think that's one of the hesitations from the carriers that yeah. if we go crazy offering unlimited data for 150 bucks, all of our other services will be unbundled, and then no one's going to spend money, and we're going to make less money. Right. Well, there's that's, art, a- that's actually an interesting point too, and I think that it was Sastel or maybe MTS that offered an interesting combination. At home internet and yeah. uh, mobile data. Well, and also and Ian's point is great because, you know, like Verizon, to the best of my knowledge, doesn't offer cable. It's competing against a company like Comcast, which doesn't offer wireless, right? So uh, it's, it's a different world. But, yeah. There, right? But Comcast unveiled their Comcast wireless yeah. today. Which is uh, MVO, NNVO of Verizon yeah. with bloatware from what I was reading. Yeah. 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 I think that uh, any unlimited data plan is going to be unlimited in in name only. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, and in the states, that's what it is. Yeah. There are they're throttled. They're throttled at a certain point. I kind of like the idea of uh, pay as you go type thing. Um, like there's a plan for business uh, customers at Rogers, for instance, that I always thought was really great, where it's much less expensive than paying for like uh, over overages of data. Yep. But you have different tiers that you hit, and then if you stay within that tier, you get that monthly price. If you go mm-hmm. up, you, so yeah. I like that sort of tier model the best. I think it's the most reasonable. That's, that's what I was gonna say. I I mean, as much as I would like unlimited data, I don't think it would ever be truly unlimited because of throttling. Um, but what I think is more possible is some sort of tiered system where if you need to purchase extra data, you can do that, but it's more affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, if I want to buy an extra gig with Kudo, uh, the like carrier, bucks? it's 20 bucks, oh which I think is a little crazy. Um, I think making that more affordable would make more sense uh, mm-hmm. than having completely unlimited data. And to some extent, I would almost prefer that over being throttled to 3G and basically not being able to do yep. anything if I had unlimited data, right? Um, and I, I think that's possible. Uh, and I would like the CRTC to start trying to make that make that happen. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's ever going to be the case. But car- carriers like Freedom Mobile and Mobilicity and Public Mobile, they offered unlimited data. Mm-hmm. But there was a price to that because it was the coverage was low at the time. And probably still is. And they also throttled too. And throttled beyond belief. Like we had a yeah. sim in here. And it was like slow. And, <laughs> it, and it, I, correct me if I'm wrong. You would know more than me. But didn't wasn't it only like three gigs, and then you started throttling? Yeah. It was relatively low the threshold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Which, like might as well just exactly like go to sleep. Which to, <laughs> that that's, that was the whole point. It was just to get you to go to sleep and pay your bill. So, and on that note, uh, before we go to bed, uh, shoutouts. Shoutouts. Uh, you're gonna have to return to. I, I can do mine. Um, so I I did a story that I had a lot of fun writing this week. Uh, Aki 
recently released a 30,000 milliamp battery pack. Um, that amps. Many amps, all the amps that I found kind of useless for a while just because it's so big and I wouldn't want to carry something like that around with me at all times. Um, but when I was on vacation and when I was doing some travel for work, I took the Nintendo Switch along with me. And I wouldn't found, be a Patrick shadow without the Nintendo Switch. So I got I to yeah. put it in every week. Um, and I found that it, it worked really well for, for charging the Switch, whether I had it off or whether I was, I was still playing mm -hmm. um, because of the size and because of the voltage that's required to, to charge the Switch. Um, and I mean, you can use it for charging phones or charging like any device. I charged this laptop with it when it was off, mm -hmm. um, sort of trickle charged it very slowly, but it still worked. Um, mm -hmm. So I, it's cool that there's an accessory manufacturer out there that kind of offers this over the top battery pack that very few people need, but I think is interesting and, and useful. Mm -hmm. Awesome shout out. Um, my shout out is to Freedom Mobile. I talked to them just recently and we talked about the expansion of its LTE network and how it has new phones and new plans and also how it has a new LTE roaming partner in Ontario and it's working on that in the West. And so it's interesting. I just put up an article about that. Um, and even there was even a little tidbit about a, a little tidbit dropped about why maybe the network didn't work at the beginning when Ooh. it had a little snafu. So you'll have to search for that gem yourself. It, it'll be live very soon. Yes. Oh, live soon. Okay. Could be. Could be, could live, be live, live right now. We could, just don't know. Could have got published. Yeah. Uh, Ian? Uh, my shout out goes to the Toronto Blue Jays, Canada's baseball team. Oh. Currently 0 2. This shout out goes to hopefully they win. <laughs> With it's with two games, long season, man. It's a it's a marathon, not yeah, a sprint. But their hashtag is "Let's Rise." Yeah, go they're not rising, man. Igor. Eh, two You're games. a baseball fan. Eh, two games, eh. nothing. Go uh, Toronto baseball birds. Baseball birds. Um, That's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> I I've got the domain. <laughs> You've got their. Do domain. you actually own it? <laughs> oh, hilarious! Wouldn't uh, be surprised. On that note. Thank you so much for listening. What? Did you give your shout out? Oh, I did. Yeah, who's yours? Uh, what's my I'm shout out? Letting, this oh, okay. You're not getting off um, the um, <laughs> so my shout out goes to I guess I bought this amazing film camera on eBay and I got it was supposed to come in two weeks, but it came in like three days, all the way from Japan. So off that, eBay, yeah. off eBay. That's some impressive uh, stuff. I old, mean, and Ian all these uh, raves about eBay, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like. Check out this e-commerce eBay or Amazon. Amazon. Well, I, I love both, but eBay. You also rate really? about eBay. Oh, but I only buy hockey cards there. Okay, I for hate, certain things. I hate eBay. So many times I've bought stuff and it just hasn't come. Well, it's the worst. That's why you go to the Japanese. They're reliable. That's right? true. Did you also get a cold brew machine and uh, a place up. to You know, to I was, I was considering getting a KitchenAid mixer because uh, I've always wanted to get more into baking. Um, uh, I, I bought yeah, a know, like, mixer. Ian and I once, once we're done with mobile syrup, we plan to open yeah, a bakery. It's like shut her down, mobile bakery. Yeah, mobile bakery. Bakery yeah. syrup. Um, we had a great name for it's good. um, it's good. Our our colleague. Sorry, this is like the long shadow. Um, we have a great name for a restaurant. I can't remember it right now, but I'll tell you the next podcast because I remember when Jessica said it. It was like electric. It was electric. Okay. So on that note, maybe follow us on a social media of your choice to find out the name of this restaurant. You can find us at, at Mobile Syrup on almost any social media uh, platform of your choice, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, 
Also, follow us on those networks so that you can see us drop some crazy new videos made with clips, which we got to ch check out this week. Um, we have a great one up right now with Rose taking you on a small and sh but short and sweet tour of our office. Ooh, get the inside scoop. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes, remember to not only smash that like button. Is there a like button on there's iTunes? No, there's no, there's like, no button like, like button on iTunes. Button. Just smash your computer. But smash we, that we like no button. no responsibility for that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Smash that comment section. Yeah, smash well. that comment section and be like, give us a review if you feel so inclined. Uh, and also make make sure to subscribe. Uh, otherwise, thank you again so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Peace. Peace. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.